Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay on Wednesday, May the 31st. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. Now, have your half-term plans been disrupted by the rail strikes? Well, there haven't been any trains running in Kent today as members of the ASLEF union, which represents drivers, walk out in a dispute over pay. There'll be more disruption on Friday and no trains again on Saturday. It all comes as coastal spots in the county were hoping to benefit from a boost during the school holidays. We can here now from Hassan, who runs Makari's Cafe and Ice Cream Parlour in Herm Bay. We're in a one-week school holiday period. Um, these weeks really make a huge difference to to our, our turnover. Um, and we, we wait for these weeks um, th- th- to come, you know, because that's the extra little bit of push we need to, to, to allow us to survive, to allow us to keep going. Um, and then when they get here, we have a rail strike, you know, and the, the amount of people now that are using the, the railways to get from, from London or different parts of Kent uh, down into Herne Bay, um, there's a large number of people. And for every one person that, that doesn't get on that train um, is potentially one, one less customer for us. Um, and it is having a real damaging effect. Again, this has been going on for quite some time now. I think there's got to be a bit of give and take from both sides. Um, the more one side digs their feet in, um, the less chance there is of anything actually happening. Um, but as I say, it is very damaging to to small businesses, especially um, at these strikes. And I just urge both sides to just come together and come to some sort of resolution um, and an agreement. I know it's, it's tough for everyone. I, I totally get that. Um, I understand where, where both sides are coming from, but there needs to be some sort of middle um middle ground that they can can make a, an agreement on um and and just stop this we're out of covid now um families want to get out and about we've had the whole um obviously the 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 cost of living has, has shot up through the roof perhaps families can't afford to to go away go abroad um so they're looking for a, a couple of days at a local resort local seaside um and we have so much to offer in the uk we really do um and if it's not one thing, it's another. And with these strikes, it just it, it, the the effect is damaging for the community as a whole. Um, you know, it it starts with the with those people with, with the, the children that that want to have a nice day out at the seaside um, that just can't get here. Um, you know, that obviously then affects the local business, the local trade. And yeah, it just has a, a big effect on, on everyone. Well, the head of the Train Drivers Union says he hasn't heard from government since the start of the year. His members walk out today. As I mentioned, they'll walk out again on Saturday, saying a 4% pay rise that's been offered isn't acceptable. The government, meantime, insists it's helped in the process, which has allowed a fair and reasonable pay offer. The RMT union are the ones who are taking action on Friday. Well, you can let us know what you think to the strike action that's been ongoing for some time now by commenting today on our socials. Kent Online News. Some court news next and a drug driver who killed a former soldier in a crash in Medway has been jailed for more than four years. Brian Durden was crossing the road at Four Elms Hill in Who when he was hit by a car in October 2020. A court's heard 42-year-old Glenn Heaton from Miskin Road in the town had cannabis in his system at the time and was going 12 miles per hour above the speed limit. The front walls of two houses in Ashford have been smashed after a car crash 
crashed through them. Officers were called to Beaver Road just before midnight on Sunday. No one's been injured, but inquiries are ongoing to find out what happened. The crash left bricks scattered across the pavement. You can see pictures today by heading to the website. Firefighters have been tackling a blaze at a former school in Ashford. The derelict building on Stanhope Road was well alight when crews arrived at about five o'clock this morning. Police were also called along with gas and electrical engineers. It took around three hours for the flames to be put out. We're told no one was hurt, but it's unclear at the moment how it started. There's some good news for parents in Kent today. Extra support to pay for early years childcare will come into force in just four weeks' time. Those on universal credit will be able to claim nearly 50% more money to help them get back into work or increase their hours. The government's also launching a consultation to see how they can remove unnecessary burdens for the childcare industry. Now, this is one of our most read stories on the website today. Drivers in Sittingbourne aren't happy after noticing a big difference in the price of petrol with neighbouring Raynham. Now, Asda is selling unleaded in Swale for 142.7p a litre. However, it's 6p cheaper just five miles away and the difference with diesel prices is a whopping 14p. In fact, one driver has told us she's now prepared to drive all the way from Kemsley to Raynham just to fill up. The supermarket says all retailers vary their fuel prices depending on the area. Supply and local competition can also have an impact. Well, this is the statement they sent us. Asda is the price leader in the supermarket fuel sector and we remain focused on providing our customers with the best value at the pumps. Short and sweet there from Asda, but plenty of you have been commenting on the story today. Kenneth says, life's too short to get your knickers in a twist about fuel prices. I fill up, pay up and get on with my day without another thought. Worrying about things can only ruin your day. It doesn't fix anything. However, Spud says, I pay 135.9p for diesel in Maidstone, travel down to Ashford and it's 153.9 a litre. Towns are being held to ransom, he says, by either greedy fuel companies or franchise petrol stations. Nanny Annie says you only have to come through the Medway Tunnel from Gillingham to Strood to see the price go up. Although, has the lady who's going to drive over five miles each way to get cheaper fuel, how much fuel does that use? Even in a diesel car, it could be false economy. And 52 Years in Thanet says we're being charged the same high prices in Thanet. I know someone who regularly travels and always fills up in Medway. It's been this way for a long time. It's clearly profiteering. It doesn't cost much more to deliver fuel to Thanet. Well, we'd love to know what you think today. You can leave a comment on the story itself or by heading to our Facebook or Twitter. Kent Online reports. Longer lorries are going to be allowed on the UK's roads from today following an 11-year government trial. The 19-metre long trailers will be able to carry more goods. That should reduce the number of vehicles on the roads and save companies money. It'll also help the environment. But campaigners are worried bigger blind spots could put other road users, particularly cyclists, at risk. We can hear now from Chris Yarsley, who's from Logistics UK, which is based in Tunbridge Wells. Chances are most people listening to this have probably had passed one on the motorway. If they're motorway drivers or A-road drivers, chances are they've probably already passed one on the roads um, and they wouldn't even know because they, they look pretty much similar to what is currently on the roads. Um, they're just slightly longer, two metres, but it just allows for um, up to four more pallets worth of product to be carried on that one single vehicle than a, a traditional sized trailer, um, which means that more product can be carried on um, one vehicle, which means if you have 
you know, 10 vehicles worth of products using these longer semi-trailers, you can carry more on, on fewer vehicles. So there's overall, there are fewer vehicles on the roads, which is good news for carbon emissions, which is good news for, for costs, because that's one few, one less driver is needed to drive those vehicles. Um, so what's been going on under the trial is that the, the usage of these semi-trailers has been monitored very, very closely by the UK government. Um, and there is going to be some aspect of, of oversight going forward. So the guidance that has come out today from the Department for Transport specifies that um, there needs to be proper risk assessments and route planning um, for these for the use of these trailers. So they will only be used on, on roads that are suitable for them. They pass all technical specification and they also pass the turning circle requirements, which is very important from a road safety point of view. And we want these vehicles to be safe as the safest vehicles on the road. Um, so going forward, if a co company wants to use these vehicles, they will need to assess the route that they, that vehicle will be used on. By and large, they'll be used only on the significant road network. So looking at sort of distribution center to distribution center, um, that route needs to be planned in advance and properly risk assessed uh, against uh, other vulnerable road users, uh, road condition. And those documents need to be kept on the vehicle by law at all times. So the driver will have a copy of the route plan, will have a copy of the risk assessment. So the government's put in place, you know, some requirements that are needed to be adhered to. Um, but generally, the vehicles can be used without any kind of limits on the roads. Stats released to mark World No Tobacco Day show smoking remains the biggest cause of cancer deaths here in the southeast. Analysis by Cancer Research UK shows 6,600 people a year in the region lose their life because of the habit. The charity is urging us to sign a petition calling on government to do more to reduce smoking rates. A new school for children with special educational needs is set to open on Sheppey later this year. The site of the former Elliott Park Primary in Minster, which closed suddenly last August, will be renamed Elmley Dray School. It'll be an independent specialist school for young people aged 9 to 19. A swimming pool near Ashford that's been closed for most of the past two years is finally reopening. Tenterden Leisure Centre's had ongoing issues with its roof and was taken over by Freedom Leisure earlier this month. It'll be back open with lane swimming, the wave machine and flume from tomorrow morning. Kent Online reports. Flying Scotsman train sets made by Margate's Hornby Hobbies are being sent to Australia and New Zealand today to mark a post-Brexit trade deal coming into force. It was negotiated after the UK left the EU and means companies here won't have to pay tariffs to send goods down under. It could also see lower prices for UK consumers on things like wine and kiwi fruit. Elsewhere, and a Kent MP says he fears this summer could be another busy one for small boats crossing the Channel. More than 50 people made the dangerous journey over the bank holiday weekend. It comes as the immigration minister travels to North Africa to discuss plans to use police from the UK to break up smuggling gangs there. Now that would be on top of stopping people who cross the channel from claiming asylum. Thanet's Craig McKinley has been speaking to us about the illegal migration bill as it makes its way through the House of Lords. When you've got very few tools left in the box, uh, you have to reach for other schemes and that's a Rwanda scheme. Because uh, the whole concept of this is, you know, I certainly hope that nobody goes to Rwanda because the trade stops. That's what it's all about. 
is that this is meant to be a deterrent effect. I mean, my annoyance has been, Paul, and I've aired it for the last 18 months, two years, is that the French could stop this in a fortnight. Uh, they managed to project a significant amount of uh, military power into Mali, a West African country, to uh, try and uh, suppress civil war. And they're now telling us that we they can't uh, patrol plus or minus three miles from Calais. I find that uh, scarcely believable, if I'm honest. But they, they could stop this in a fortnight. If the trade doesn't work, the trade will stop and the deaths in the channel will cease. And the multi-millions that are going into the hands of illegal uh, people traffickers would, would, would cease as well in a fortnight. So to me, that's the easiest solution. Uh, but, you know, the French are, are making efforts. We're, we're, we're seemingly happy to pay them almost unlimited amounts to do this. Uh, but it's not stopping it uh, entirely. Uh, the, the stoppage rate is somewhere around 50 percent. Uh, I'd rather it was um, somewhat closer to 100 percent. And that could be done. But in the absence of that, we, we have to use other means. And that is the Rwanda policy. Because uh, the you know, the hope is that if 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 coming across the channel on in a regular route like this means you have to make your claim in Rwanda, perhaps that will be enough persuasion for people to say, well, uh, uh, France is a safe country after all, and uh, I'll I'll stay here. You can follow Kent online on socials today to see a video of rats that have been spotted at an Aldi warehouse on Sheppey. It's claimed they're regularly running around on outdoor pallet areas at the regional distribution centre, but the company insists the footage was an isolated sighting. Bosses say a pest control expert has confirmed no evidence of activity. Swale Borough Council say they're also investigating. On the site today, you can also see CCTV of the moment a thief steals plants from the front garden of a house in Ashford. She was spotted taking a rhododendron bush out of its pot in the Little Knoll part of town. A neighbour has also been targeted. Police say they are investigating. Kent Online News. Now, you'll soon be able to drive on the new road built next to the A249 as work continues on the revamp of the Stockbury roundabout. National Highways bosses have announced more road closures for June, but southbound traffic will be able to use the road so work can continue northbound. You can find full details of the upcoming closures, including dates and times on the website. If you also head to Kent Online, you can see pictures of a huge development about to get underway in Ashford. More than 700 homes will be built as part of Conningbrook Park, along with a wetland area, community centre and primary school. Archaeologists have been excavating the site since February, but now work is due to start. Meantime, plans have been submitted for nearly 1,500 new homes and a school on farmland in Margate. Developers also want to build shops, a community and medical hub, as well as green infrastructure as part of the project along Nash Road. It's one of many schemes designed to bring thousands of new properties to Thanet. You can see the details in full on the website. And finally, Joel Corrie has been telling our sister radio station what it was like to team up with Katie Baser for their new song, Dance Around It. He's been on the hit list on KMFM with Numi. Well, I've had my eye on Katie for a while. You know, she's um, a fresh new artist, burst onto the scene, absolutely killing it. And um, I had a writing camp and invited Katie down. She just walked in the room, like full of energy, full of creative ideas and just, yeah, just really on fire and wrote this record. Um, and, you know, I feel like it's the perfect balance between like my production and her personality because the record really shows off her personality. And I've had so much fun, um, you know, doing this with her. We just been to IB for the other week, which was which was crazy, but good. <laughs> and um, yeah, she's a star, man. I love her. Yeah, she is. I love her writing style so much because she's so cheeky and you can tell that whatever she's writing, she's just having so much fun and you and it just comes out in the song. And yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying. It's like the perfect marriage of like her cheekiness and you just 
laying out the banger, the banging beats. Yeah, and you know what? She's she's taught me some new words as well. My new favourite word is slay. Like <laughs> every, everything that he says is slay this, slay, slay that. So now I've, I've, I've taken this. I don't know if I've interpreted it correctly, but. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm saying it now on a daily basis. Just like saying it and then going to her like, is that a sleigh? Yeah. <laughs> well, I I can say it, the song is a sleigh. Um, so you said that you you played it, you debuted it in Ibiza the other week. What was what was that like playing it together for the first time? Yeah, it was amazing. So um, I played at the Ibiza Rocks opening party. The place was absolutely packed. Um, it was the first time me and Kate performed it together as well. So it was a bit of a moment and she came on stage, she smashed it. And then the best bit of the performance was she then jumped in the pool straight after she dropped the microphone oh <laughs> and the whole place went mental. And she was like, <laughs> in amongst it of everyone. So I was like, go on, Kate. <laughs> Is that something that you're going to uh, incorporate for future sets <laughs> this well, summer? I- I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay out the pool. Um, <laughs> But yeah, maybe next time I bring someone to Ibiza, I'm going to be like, look, Katie got in the pool, so you're going to have to do the same. <laughs> Sets a <of> precedent. <laughs> People expect it now. It's the grand finale. <laughs> um, so festival season is upon us, getting ready to go. So you've got a residency in Ibiza this summer as well. What are you most looking forward to about about being back on back on the island? Yeah, well, listen, Ibiza is, is my favourite place in the world, to be honest. It's, it's like my second home. It's a special island and it's, you know, I'm a DJ and it's a DJ's paradise. It's the best clubs, the best raves. It's got the amazing weather, the beaches. It's got it all. And um, I'm lucky to have my residency there. Ibiza rocks every Wednesday. little plug there for Ibiza. <laughs> come check me out. And um, yeah, I can't wait to get back out there and just enjoy the, enjoy the summer. It's going it's to be amazing. Kent Online Sports. Cricket and Kent have suffered back-to-back defeats in the T20 Blast. They lost by 13 runs to Somerset during a rain-interrupted game at Canterbury last night. The visitors hit 154, but the Spitfires couldn't reach their victory target, which was decided on the slightly confusing Duckworth-Lewis system. Next up is a trip to Cardiff to take on Glamorgan on Friday. Meantime, Kent have confirmed bowler Wes Agar will be staying at the club for another two months. The 26-year-old Australian will continue to feature in their T20 Blast games and any county championship matches as well. On to football and we'll find out today if Kent's Alessia Russo and Laura Coombs are in the England side for the Women's World Cup this summer. Coach Serena Vigman will be naming her squad. The tournament takes place in Australia and New Zealand in August and two Kent sailors have been named in a Team GB squad for a test event ahead of the next Olympics. James Peters from Tunbridge Wells and Freya Black from Galthurst are part of a 14-strong party that'll compete in Marseille in July. It's also the host city of the sailing competition at the 2024 Games. That's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. You can also get details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing. And to sign up to that, you just need to head to kentonline.co.uk. Whilst you're on the website today, don't forget to check out Chris Hunter's special report on whether retirement villages are the answer to the housing crisis. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.